morning, everybody. Yeah. Uh, how many of you beat me down the water slides today? Uh, I'm pretty sure it was a tie. Nice try. How many of you bounce with me in the bounce house today? Yes. I feel that now after taking a shower and taking a quick nap. I'm so old. But we had a lot of fun today, right? How many of you had fun today? That's right. And the fun is not done and there's more coming tonight that I, I won't tell about right now. That's for later, for later, later. But what we are going to talk tonight about is blood. But every time I say the word blood, I want you to say it like this. Blood. Can you say it like that? Blood. How many of you have seen the movie Zootopia? Where the rabbit in the beginning, she's like, oh, blood, 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 blood. Right. Yes, and there was, I think, a ribbon, too, that she was throwing up in the air. Yeah, she was one of those people who worships with ribbons. So, blood. That's how we're going to say it today. So, JT, if you can push the right arrow, we'll, we'll talk a little bit about blood today. And we're going to start with our scripture verse, because I know this doesn't sound like it's connected, but bones are actually very important when it comes to blood. So Ezekiel 37, 4 and 5 says, Then he said to me, Speak a prophetic message to these bones, and say, Dry bones, listen to the word of the Lord. This is what the sovereign Lord says. Look, I'm going to put breath into you and make you live again. So we're going to talk about, what are we talking about tonight? Blood. All right, so let's talk a little bit about blood. We'll go to the next one. And for those of you who don't know, blood kind of looks like uh, those little slidey slide things that you put in the Connect Four. You know what I'm talking about? Almost like a checker. Kind of looks like a, like a Mentos, if you've ever eaten Mentos. That's what red blood cells look like floating around in your body. Now, the average adult has over one gallon of blood. You guys ever seen a gallon of milk? Yeah, so the average adult has one gallon of blood. It's about 10% of their body weight, give or take, depending on the adult. And if you don't know this, blood is made inside your bones. Did you know that? Yeah, inside your bones, there's actually like little hollow pockets, and they produce the cells that become blood, and your body says, okay, you know, we've lost blood, or if anybody ever goes and donates blood, your body feels that and says, hey, bones, we got to get to work and produce more blood. So that's why when we're talking about the valley of dry bones, dry bones are not capable of producing blood. And what I want you to remember, if you're taking notes tonight, that life is in the blood. Yeah. That's crazy. And the blood is in the bones. Isn't that crazy? Like you look at a bone and you don't think of blood coming out of your bones, but that's how it works. Your body all works together. We started with bones. Yesterday we talked about breath. And today we're talking about blood. So there are miles and miles of I was going to say miles and miles of Texas, but that's a country song. There are miles and miles of veins and capillaries and all the things that are going through your body right now. And if you can trace some of it, can any of you trace like where the blood is going in your body? Because it looks kind of blue, right? Do you guys know why it looks blue? Why does it look blue? 
Right, because they're veins, and the blood has already done that snack exchange, the pudding for chips, and the blood that is blue doesn't have any oxygen. But then the blood goes to your heart, and it gets pumped, right, because the oxygen comes from your lungs, and then it's exchanged, and then it's pumped out of your heart, and the red blood comes out. That's why whenever you cut yourself, it turns red, because blood sees the oxygen, and it's like, oxygen, yeah. And it turns red. The blue blood that you see in your veins, there's no oxygen there. There's less life because it needs that breath that we talked about last night. So we'll move forward one more. I've got a few scriptures to talk to you about. And the first one's in Proverbs chapter 4, verse 23 in the ESV. And it says this, keep your heart with all vigilance for from it flow the springs of life. And we said that the life is where? In the blood. And obviously we know what pumps our blood. The heart, yeah. But the guy writing Proverbs, he does this not just in a scientific way, because the Lord has revealed that to him, but he does it in a metaphor. He does it in a way that we can understand, oh, guess what? You know, people back then, they used to think that everything went down in the heart instead of up in the brain. In fact, some Egyptians, they would just like, whenever they'd make mummies, they wouldn't even keep the brain. They're like, nope, not important. Yeah, we're going to talk about the brain more tomorrow. But tonight we're talking about the heart because the heart pumps blood and life is in the blood. Let me hear you say it. Blood, right? I can't wait for you guys to go home and then you get a little ouchy and then your parents are like, what's wrong? And you're like, blood. <laughs> like, what's wrong? What are you doing, kid? So it's going to be great. It's going to be so much fun. But for those of you who don't know the meaning of the word uh, vigilance, who in here does know the meaning of the word vigilance? Hmm? Hmm? Tobias? That's true. Anywhere that you're injured, blood comes out. Do you know what vigilance means? Somebody over here, raise their hand. What do you think? You're very close to be alert. This is how I remember vigilance. Who in here loves Batman? Yeah, we are now best friends. I'm a big Batman fan, right? So Batman is a vigilante. And that means, well, he doesn't operate in the law, but he keeps watch over the city of Gotham, right? He's watching, always watching. Yeah. And it's, it's bad. There's crime all over Gotham. But he's always watching, like that lady with the big green eye in Monsters, Inc. You know what I'm saying? She says, I'm watching you, Wazowski. Always watching you. Always. Oh, he has one eye. Yeah. And so that's what he tells me. He goes, has anyone ever told you you have a beautiful eye? Right? Monsters, Inc. Right? Yeah. So we have to keep watch over our hearts. Now, that doesn't mean that you got to look down at the old thump thump. What the author of Proverbs is saying is you have to be careful what you allow into your heart. You know, if you get a cut and you let germs get in there, you could get something that's called blood poisoning. And it spreads all throughout your body because the blood goes all over your body because the life is in the blood. So tonight we're talking about blood. We're also talking about your heart. We'll go forward one more. 
And this is in Luke chapter 6, verse 45. This is Jesus speaking. He knows what he's talking about. Verse 45, he says, The good person out of the good treasure of his heart produces good. And the evil person out of his evil treasure produces evil. For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So now we're getting in deep here. We're tackling some great big theological truths here. We know that the life is in the blood, but now we know that we have to watch over our hearts because that's going to determine not only how we live, but how we speak. Now the blood is starting to get tied in with our breath. We know that whatever God breathes gives life, but we need to be careful what we breathe because sometimes our words can be very powerful and power is not always a good thing. Power running through a light bulb is a great thing. If you grab a fork and stick it in an electrical socket, power will run through you and you are not a light bulb. That's a bad thing. Okay? So power is dangerous. In fact, my second favorite superhero, Spider-Man, he says with great power comes great responsibility. You got to be careful. You got to watch out. So we're looking tonight at the blood because life is in the blood. And Jesus is telling us here, hey, when you are thinking these thoughts and the stuff that comes out of your mouth, it tells me what's going on in your heart. That's why the writer of Proverbs says you got to keep watch over your heart. You can't let those infiltrators in there to poison your heart. And how do we guard what goes into our heart? Well, we have to be careful about the things that we listen to. Thankfully, you guys are here and you're listening to worship music, you're listening to sermons, you're listening to incredible stories about people who survived world wars, and that's going down into your heart. Then, at the end of the week, you're going to get in a car and drive on home, and then maybe they'll play the radio. And you'll hear some things, and you may not know it, but the things that you hear go down into your heart. In fact, the Bible says that faith comes by hearing So the things that we believe in are things that we've heard. So how else do we watch what goes into our hearts? Well, we have to watch what we watch. Watch what we watch. Not like our watch, but like watch what we watch. Everybody blink for me three times. One, two, three. Yeah. Can anyone wink with just one eye? One eye? What about the other eye? Can you wink with both eyes? That's called a blink. (laughs) Very good. So we have to watch what we watch because what we see also goes into our hearts. And we know that our hearts pump out blood, but our hearts, like our hearts' hearts, those are what governs our life. So the things that we put in our hearts, whether it's things we listen to, things that we see, it's going to affect our lives. Just like if something goes wrong with your heart, it affects your whole body. Because the blood goes all the way to the tips of your fingers. Has anyone ever got a paper cut? Yeah. And if it's real bad, you bleed. Because even at the very tip of your finger, there's still life there. Have you guys ever had like your arm or your leg fall asleep? Yeah. Do you know why that is? Because there's what? There's not enough blood circulating, right? So if you, like, sleep on your arm and you wake up and you're like, oh, oh, you know, 
Love them in the evening. I can't feel my arm. (laughs) Because there's not enough circulation. There's not enough blood bringing life to your body. So the Bible tells us you have to watch what's in your heart because from your heart come all of these issues of life. The way that we talk is going to change the way that people look at us. It's going to change the way that we react to others. And if we allow a lot of angry, violent things to enter our ears and enter through our eyes, then whenever we get in a tough situation, all we're going to have to bubble up like a spring was that last week with the blah, 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 blah. We are going to have bad things come out in our lives because life is in the blood. And if your blood's bad, then your life's bad. And Jesus is warning us, be careful the things that you allow into your heart because if your heart is good, good things are going to come out. That makes sense. Good stuff coming from a good place. Bad things are going to come from a bad place because out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So here's the big idea. We'll go forward one more slide. Blood carries life to all the parts of our body. That's why whenever a part falls asleep, we know, hey, I need to get some more blood there. I need to get my blood pumping. If you guys have ever heard people say that, like, oh, I need to get up and do something. I got to get my blood pumping. Jesus, that we've been talking about all week long and how he loves us and how he created the universe. Well, he also, in his human body, he had blood. And it was very precious, and it was made in his bones, and he shed that blood, a lot of that 1.5 gallons on the cross for us to heal not just our bodies, but also our souls and our spirit. His blood helps us overcome Anything that we're facing in life, the Bible says that we overcome the evil one by the blood of the lamb, the lamb being Jesus, the lamb of God, and the word of our testimony. And when I teach my uh, youth students back home, I say, well, the blood of the lamb is what Jesus did for everybody. But then the word of your testimony, that's what he did specially just for you. And so with Jesus, we know that the life is where? Where is the life? In the blood. So when you wake up and you're like, ah. My leg's asleep. You got to get some life in there. You got to get some blood pumping in there. But Jesus shed his blood so that we could have eternal life. Not just this body with this heart, but a supernatural, a spiritual connection to him that we could have his life because he offers his blood on our behalf. Because if the life is in the blood and Jesus gave his life for us, then we can inherit that life and live forever. Because eventually, bodies break down. It's an uncomfortable fact. People spend billions of dollars every year trying to look younger and try this cream and try this pill and try this whatever. And you're giving people money and money and money and money. But our bodies, this body, eventually is going to break down. I know you guys don't feel it. You're like, we're going to live forever. We're going to do the water slides. We're going to drink nothing but sugar. Yeah. Also, (laughs) I have been told to instruct you guys to brush your teeth. Somebody brought that up to me today. They're like, did you tell the kids not to brush their teeth? I'm like, okay, brush your teeth because you got to take care of your body. Okay? So we've got that out of the way. 
But tonight, we're talking about blood. We've talked about bones. We've talked about breath. We're talking about blood because life is where? In the blood. Yeah, that's good. Life is in the blood. I want you to think about that. Next time you have a a cut on your body and you look at it and you say, you know what? That's life. That gives life. And it's even crazier how God designed the body to plug itself back up. Like you cut yourself and you don't just bleed forever. Right? You're not walking around like, I got this cut in first grade and now I'm 40 years old. Your body heals itself. Isn't that wild? How the platelets and all the proteins and then they make a crust. And then if you're like me, you're like, I'm going to pick it. Right? How many of you have ever picked a scab? Right? Okay. Yeah, it's natural. It's normal. But don't. Okay. Let the body heal. And don't let any germs in there because germs are flying around and they're like, oh, look, there's a hole in the skin. No. So the life is in the blood, and here's what I want you to realize. Blood is pumped by our physical heart. But tonight, Jesus is talking to us about our spiritual heart. Just like the blood goes to all parts of our bodies, we have to be careful what we let into our heart, because that's going to affect all of us. So if people talk to you and they're mean and they're rude, you just have to remind yourself, I'm not going to let that go into my heart. I'm not going to let that circulate. I'm not going to let that poison me. I'm going to remember that Jesus shed his blood for me. And it doesn't matter what angry people tell you, but also you choose what you're going to watch. You choose what you're going to listen to, and you have to be careful because if you're letting that stuff in your heart, that could also poison you. And you say, well, why am I acting so violent? Why am I acting this way? Or why am I disrespectful to my teacher or my parents or my coach or my counselor or my leader in training? What are we putting in that's circulating and percolating and matriculating and then coming back out, out of the mouth? Because Jesus says, hey, whatever's in your heart, you can't hide it. Eventually, it's going to come out. And people are going to be like, I can't believe he just said that. But it was in your heart. And if we start to see some warning signs, like whenever your car gives you a warning sign, like, hey, you need to check your engine. You're like, why? I changed the oil in 1975. Well, the heart will tell you, hey, you need to watch out. Maybe you're watching something and you're like, oh, I don't feel peace about watching this. That's a a no-go zone for me, bro, bro, because God wants to protect your heart. Because if your heart goes bad, then everything goes bad. Because the blood carries life. The life is where? In the blood. So I want you guys to think tonight. We'll go one more slide. I want you to do some thinking tonight. In your notebook, I left you some space to write some stuff down. I want you to think about what is your heart speaking today? How have you been doing this week? How are you feeling? How are you holding up? I want you to write some of those things down. What do you want to say to God? And I know what you're thinking, like, God's going to read my notebook? Well, no, but he's going to see your heart. He's going to examine what's in there. The Bible says that mankind, we can only see the outside, right? We're not Superman with x-ray vision. But God looks at the heart. Uh, Well, Superman has, like kind of an x-ray vision. It's very difficult to explain, but God can see your heart and he can hear you even when you don't pray out loud. Maybe you're like, God, I'm not 
too good with the stuff, word, sentence, thing, pray, stuff. He understands because he can hear your heart. So later on tonight, after our surprise that I'm going to allow someone else to tell you about, I want you to take some time and just write some stuff down and say, you know what, God, I've been looking at my heart. We need to talk. There's some stuff in there. I don't know where it came from, but it's not good. And he has people all around you, your counselors, your leaders in training, the people who love you and are watching out for you. They can help you work through that stuff. Maybe you're like, God, I get angry really easy. Okay, well, what are we listening to? What are we watching? What are we learning? What are we allowing in our heart that's going to bubble up the wellspring of life? Or, you know what, God, I'm having trouble following directions from other people because I don't respect authority. Well, what's going on? What is in your heart that we need to give to God? Because Jesus shed his precious blood, his life. He gave his whole life so that we could have eternal life through his blood. Because the life is in the blood, and Jesus offers his eternal life to us. But we also have to examine our hearts to make sure that we don't allow poison to get in there. So that's my challenge to you guys tonight. We can finish with the logo. And I wanted to pray for you guys before I pass it on over to Miss Rebecca, who has a wonderful surprise. I'm so excited. (laughs) But before the surprise, let us pray. God, thank you so much for your word that it uses natural images we can understand to teach us supernatural things. And God, tonight, show us what's inside of our heart. Not the the blood-pumping one that's between our lungs, but the one that has the issues of life. Show us things that we've been putting in there that aren't really helping. Encourage us, strengthen us, bring us people to help us understand how to pursue you and what you've called us to do. Help us to keep our hearts clean because you sent your son Jesus to give us eternal life through his blood. In Jesus' name we pray. And everybody said? Amen. Amen. All right, I think we got another song. All right.